Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, just before we get to episode 99 of See You Next Wednesday, I just want to tell you about two things that you need to go see this Sunday, February 9th, 2014 at Kitsch at 229 Geary Avenue. You're going to want to come to the third Video Vengeance event. We are showing Showdown in Little Tokyo. If you've never seen this movie, it is 78 breezy minutes of fantastic fucking ridiculous action. You're going to want to come see it. We have prizes. We have beer. We have nachos. And I have a hand-edited intro. I've ditched the drive-in stuff, and I've collected some uh, video-based oddities from the internet that I have edited together for you guys. You're going to want to come see it. That's February 9th, 2014 at Kitsch. At 7.30 p.m., you want to show up early. And then also this month, Friday, February 14th, Horror Remix is back at the Royal. They are showing Horror Remix Love. It's all horror movies about love. And then right afterwards, they're showing My Bloody Valentine. You're going to want to see that as well, Friday, February 14th. And also, remember, Video Vengeance, number three, February 9th. You got to come see it, okay? Here's episode 99. Welcome to episode 99 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, February 5th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. A bunch of baby ducks, send them to the moon. Soda machine that doesn't work, send them to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My name is Casey Lyons. Why do you want to fight? Think for a second, ask yourself why you want to fight. I'm Greg LeGrow, and hey, Joey, 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 look at the fucking tube. <laughs> awesome. That was a little Carlin right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, we got tons. I tube one. Tube. <laughs> <laughs> we got tons to talk about. We saw Labor Day yeah. in Film Roulette. Greg and Casey are going to talk about that. I had to watch Shrek the Musical at home, and I will <laughs> oh, talk about... I can't about, wait for you to talk you about to, that. You had to watch you, 130 minutes yeah, worth of and I will. <laughs> you got a little wine drunk to do it, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert, I'll talk, <laughs> I'll talk about my experiences and my feelings. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to roll for the movies for next week. Yep. We're going to talk about Airwolf and Serial Swap Cage Match later, but first we will talk about some movie miscellany and other newsworthy mm-hmm. things. First... Yeah. Issue. Well, I would say first off, uh, just just the acknowledgement that uh, we lost a hell of an actor. Yes. Week. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman is who I was talking about. That's true. Um, yeah, just shocking. I, Super uh, I'm, shocking. I'm not over it. Like well, I, no. I had a very weird reaction to it. Uh, and I don't know why exactly. I mean, I love him. He is really one of my favorite actors. Well, he's yeah. not one of the guy, one of those guys where you know when he died, everyone goes, "Oh, well, I really liked him." You know, yeah. I, Now it's okay to say, like, yeah, everyone yeah. liked Philip Seymour. Hoffman yeah, just all of he the was time. Amazing. Yeah, it's an absolute chameleon too. Like yeah. if you look at Lebowski, Boogie Nights, I don't know, Mission Impossible Three. You know, like they're so drastically different it's hard to believe it's the same man yeah, most of the time definitely you know? and he was the kind of like actor that he, like I was actually looking at his IMDB because in my mind I was like when I was talking with friends about it I was like yeah he's like one of those guys that he was in a movie that was bad and he was still always incredible and then in my mind I was like how many bad movies was he in and I went to my the IMDB thinking there would be a handful and I was like no yeah. there's really only like two maybe three on this <laughs> list that I would say like Twister, okay, like not yeah. a great movie, but like he's pretty good in it. Yeah, like but yeah, he, no, he, did, he did the yeah. charming slob thing, yeah. super good. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, if it's a guilty pleasure, or whatever. I'm not saying it's a horrible movie, but I'm just you know, like if he's just in a movie where it's like, okay, I'm in a blockbuster action movie. Yeah. It wasn't like a, oh, I'm on autopilot. It was like, oh damn, yeah, yeah. he's still putting and in he a good. Would elevate anything he was yeah, in, you know. Like definitely. I didn't, I didn't really like that last Hunger Games movie, but when he popped up on screen, I was like, eh, fucking, I'm oh, listening yeah, now. Yeah. And I loved that last Hunger Games, but I still thought like, yeah, he was so good. I loved it too. Super good in it. Um, oddly, actually, uh, one of the last movies that I watched was uh, Moneyball, which I hadn't seen. Yeah. I still haven't seen that. Uh, it's fucking great. Yeah, uh, it, it's so great. Brad Pitt's like finally doing something yeah. worthwhile. He was great. Uh, Jonah Hill didn't deserve a nomination necessarily, but he was also great. Yep. Um, and and Philip Seymour Hoffman plays has a small role as the mm-hmm. team manager, and he doesn't like try to fucking grab the screen or anything he's just there in the capacity he needs to be yeah like he could he can kind of blend in as well like yeah, fuck, man. yeah. Well, he's one a, of those guys that he gave loss. validity to any film just his presence being yeah, there yeah. yeah yeah totally whatever the quality of whatever you're watching yeah 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 it was a yeah. big it was a big bummer and one of those yeah like super shocking like obviously he's had like issues he was sober a long time and there was some years. sort of like falling off you know of the horse or whatever but it wasn't like it wasn't one of those things where you're like wow he's on like rocky you know like he's it wasn't like oh i you know he's been i don't know it was it was shocking to me yeah, yeah. well i mean it was out of left field for yeah. for the fans you yeah. know probably yeah. people who knew him kind of saw it coming but totally yeah. Bummer. Well, anyway, yeah, I don't want to get too maudlin about no, this no, or anything. No. Yeah, just gonna watch a, uh, a movie. And I haven't yet. Of... I haven't had time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to watch. I'm gonna, Twister, you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Along I, Came Polly. I think what one I've been like. He's kinda... super funny in Along Came Polly. I've he's never like the seen the best part of the movie. Yeah, he yeah. Has the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good movie. <laughs> no, it's not. But he's actually like he he fucking commits well, again, to it. The gross friend. He does have a quality that is always there. Uh yeah, I think I'm gonna rewatch. He's got a only a supporting role in it, but he's so fucking great in it. Uh, and not enough people have seen this movie. But uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. Oh man, he's I actually have fucking seen that great movie. in that. Man, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a fantastic it's movie. Superb. It's fucking Matt Damon's amazing. Yeah, in that so too. is Jude Law. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, one of the I've seen it uh, four or five times now. I'll just keep watching it. It's just so yeah. amazing. So amazing. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Hmm. Yeah. And he's yeah. just fantastic in it. Yeah. Just fantastic. Yeah. Um so I guess 
to loop back to the previous episode, two loop back to the previous episode. First loop back, corrections department on yes. my... I kept, I continually said that the past was nominated for foreign I film. did this too, though. And, and I was and certain it was for some I was reason. too, but it was not. It's because of the Golden Globe. Yeah. yeah. So stop emailing me about it. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I, I really like emailing you. I, yeah. Greg, Greg has been emailing just me every over. day. Yeah. She's like, remember when you fucked up? <laughs> just Greg, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, if you remember from the past episode, we Greg t- spoke about a film that he watched that he loved. That's right. Called it turns Me- out he did not watch it or love it. No. no. <laughs> so, correct. Shocking. Breaking yep. news. No. Uh, Greg, what movie did you speak about last week? Well, my tears have no shadows, but yeah. I saw Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear. Uh-huh. Ninja he- 2 uh, starring Scott Adkins, who's yeah. my favorite action star in the world right yeah. now. Yeah. And so you spoke so highly about it that I went directly home after recording last week and watched it that night. Good man. What a great piece of shit. Yeah, awesome movie. It's- like. I was surprised at how at how fucking goofy and weird and bad it was yeah. like on like dialogue and plot level yeah. like the plot of that movie is so just like we don't need a plot no like, <laughs> like they almost don't even have a plot but when the fight scenes kick in like the first two fight scenes I was like okay this is good but like yeah. as the movie goes along yeah. the fight scenes get better and better and better until you're like damn <laughs> <laughs> by the end of it like um, two of our listeners watched it Dave and um, David and, and Tim and Tim messaged something about like rewinding one of the kicks in the final scene yeah, over and yeah. over again I was like exactly yeah, like, he kicks time- people so many times yeah, by the time you the get to the end of once. it it's fucking amazing. Those yeah. fight scenes in that movie are awesome. And shot so well. Yeah, like, yeah. It's you know? Again, this new era of direct-to-video action is pretty, yeah, uh, pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like it's it's like for a movie with that bad of a script and such goofy shit going on in it, like the cinematography is like really incredible. Really good. Like it looks yeah, yeah. gorgeous yeah. In ter- as much of an action as an action movie can. Yeah. Like and when he goes into the swamps and stuff, there's like really cool shots, yeah, like absolutely. really great wide-angle cinematography. It's, it's the same thing that caught me with the uh, the new Universal Soldier movies is how good they look. Yeah. Like, you know, action, particularly action movies when they're straight to video or low budget just have a way of looking like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even stare at this. Totally. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I uh, I think there's a, a a lot to look for in this in this new action world. Yeah, you know, some of those some of those moves. I mean, even when he's high on crack, he's still- oh my god, <laughs> the scene where he does crack out of a light bulb, and then you think like, okay, he's, there's a fight scene. He just done crack because like the drug dealer was like, do this crack, or else I don't believe you that you're like gonna buy crack or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that's that's the crux of the scene. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a good script to yeah. me. <laughs> And so he does it, and he gets all fucked up, and you think, like, okay, he's going to do this fight scene. He's going to be all fucked up and not be able to fight. But he fights perfectly. Perfectly. (laughs) And then there's, like, a shot of him after the fight where they need to, like, remind you that he was high on crack. So they do this, like, close-up of him in his face, and he does this thing with his eyes where he kind of looks drunk. He goes, like... And then walks away stumbling. And you're like, you didn't do any of that in the in the fight. You fought perfectly. But um, I would highly recommend it on Netflix to anyone that likes... Uh, fisty fights and punchy ones. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's a good like. Yeah, and yeah. and if you want to get drunk with your friends, like this, the dialogue is ridiculously bad. Totally <laughs> stupid. Yeah, yeah. But I, again, I like. I loved that it moved like plot wise. Oh yeah. Whatever plot, it was just totally in, like 1986 action movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It make no sense. It's like the hero guys like this and whatever. Exactly. It's yeah. like um, Olympus Has Fallen, where if like you dubbed it to a v- VHS tape and put oh, the Canon yeah. Films logo on the front of it, you'd be totally. like, "Yep, this yep. is the can- yeah, you got it." <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. That was Some great. of the moves he pulls off, though, just blew my mind. Totally. He's just so good at kicking people yeah. in the chest. <laughs> and then, like, pulling them to the ground by their wise legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, in, in on the topic of action movies, on Friday, the, we all got drunk together at Rancho Relaxo. That's right. And uh, the next morning, I was super hungover, and I watched The Last Boy Scout, a.k.a. Yes. greatest film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say, every time I watch that, I'm like, I can't think of a better movie than this while yeah. I'm watching it. it is the, it's a very good hangover movie. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's incredible. The dialogue stupid. is fucked up. But that I movie, like every scene in it. I love it, it's and the, the action it's is the, fucking the awesome. Almighty Shane Black. You yeah, know? what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's great. Can't recommend that movie on mm-hmm. a Saturday drunk, hungover morning mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, I didn't listen to. Much. I didn't watch too much. So fair enough. What about you guys? Uh, I didn't really watch that much. I watched Moneyball, like I was saying. I watched yep. uh, um, a couple of documentaries. I finally saw Blackfish. Oh right, and uh, turns out everybody was right. Sea World's terrible. <laughs> so that's that's really all there is. You were, you were holding on hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'll judge for myself. <laughs> no, it turns out right. I still can't believe that documentary is not nominated for any awards. Yeah, that's retarded. It's insane. It's it's uh, it's, it's important that people. Although, again, it, it was that thing of like watching it and going, "Well, at least this is out," and it's you yeah. know these horrible atrocities will never happen again. But no, Zero World is still a thing and yeah. it's still popular and people still fucking go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so fucked up, and all the like fake science of SeaWorld that they're teaching everyone that comes in. They're just oh making my up god, numbers that, like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, they live twenty five to thirty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thirty to thirty five here at SeaWorld because we have veterinarians. Right. <laughs> yeah. In the wild, oh they god. live to be about eighty. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, just asinine. And then I watched uh, uh, because because I was sad from that, so I was like, well, I'll watch Food Inc. I'll to, lighten uh, the mood. <laughs> yeah, to uh, put a big smile on my face. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that's also upsetting. And yeah. Sad. And uh, yeah. Now you can't enjoy food or fish for sport. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or fish for whales anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's uh, upsetting. I really, yeah. I think food Food Inc was really great. It's been a oh while since God. I've seen it, but it is fucking inherently watchable. Like, yeah. It, it's it's such a well made documentary. And, and not like like I I found when I watched that and tried to get other people to watch it, they would assume that I was trying to like sh- like show them something shocking. Like it does have some stuff like in terms of the way they treat animals. And it's shocking, but it's not like well, a PETA video where it's like, check out this well, fucking close up of a slaughterhouse. It's you know? not manipulative. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's shocking in that what's happening with the world's food supply is shocking. Yeah. But yeah, it's not a, it's not like a manipulative movie. It's, yeah. It just kind of goes, hey, this is what's going on. More people should know about this. Yeah. A lot of people do know about it. Nobody seems to give a fuck. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. So that's, uh, that's what I watched. And other than that, I watched a bunch of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Good man. That's all I know. Yeah. I did see a movie uh, and catching up almost. I'm almost done with everything I'm supposed to see for 2013. Oh. I saw Fruitville Station. Oh, I still haven't seen that. Oh, man. See that movie. Yeah, I needed to get it. Uh, Yeah, what'd you think? Amazing. Just amazing. I mean, all people are talking about after the movie, of course, is how good Michael B. Jordan is in it. And absolutely believe the hype. He is fucking amazing in this movie. Um, what did you think of the direction? I thought it was fantastic. Just like like just sparse and like yeah. fucking director stays right out of the way, but fucking tells the story so perfectly at a pace too. It's yeah. like for for something that is quite simple and you know 
I don't know. Like normally, this is kind of like a day in, when you have a day in the life look at somebody. It's a li- there's a little bit of slow parts. It doesn't have the quite right kind of build, and this thing just cooks along, and you can just. And the weird thing is, there are slow parts to his day, but for sure. it's never slow. No, no, like, it's yeah. never the not entertaining. It's so strong, and the direction is deceptively active. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, and the performances across the board, I really oh, like. Oh, Octavia like, Spencer, Jesus. Yeah, Octavia's great. Um, and just what a horrific and tragic story it is, you know. Uh, I read all about it uh, afterwards, of course, and for most people will do, and just be confused and uh, saddened. Oh, yeah. Be saddened. There yeah. will be much uh, crying you will do when you see this movie. Yeah. Uh, but I absolutely see it. Uh, it's an important story. It's important young actors and a very important young filmmaker. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. This guy's got it. it. This guy's got to be fucking one of the next big things. No, for sure. And I loved Michael G. Bor- uh, Michael, <laughs> Michael G. Michael G. Borden. I like uh, Michael, Michael B. Florida. Michael, Michael B. Jordan in uh, Chronicle. Uh, he was great in it. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. this. Holy shit! Is he good? And I'm really excited if it turns out that he is going to be Johnny Storm in uh, the new Fantastic Four movie, which. Uh, I don't know how. Uh, there looks like they're doing the things that I've been complaining about that franchise forever. They're going to do them right. They're not. It's going to be a motion capture CGI, the thing. So no more poop suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and they're shaking it up. They're making it younger. You know, they're obviously they're changing the um, ethnicity of, of core characters. But I'm excited to see an, an actor like this. Yeah, and with a really uh, ambitious. It's a director of Chronicle. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, an ambitious. And there's a lot of potential there that that has been be untapped amazing. for that like series. Like no. I mean, when you look at the Fantastic Four, like there could have those two movies could have been like super fun, entertaining movies. Yeah. And they really fucked them up. They basically yeah. did them at almost as wrong as possible almost yeah. yeah yeah. like you watch those movies now like i watched the i don't i actually did not see rise of silver surfer but i saw the first one and i was like this is an amazing piece of shit like <laughs> like in 20 years people are going to go back to the first or even now are going to go yeah. back to the first uh fantastic four and be like 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 we go back to b movies you know yeah, like absolutely well, like, like they're going to be like, like awful acting yeah, like terrible look at these, effects. like yeah. people go back to that other fantastic four yeah uh, absolutely because there's know, like not a low budget thing not a great deal of difference between them yeah Honestly, there yeah. they're, and, they're both silly as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like like it's a lot of fun to watch, but for all of the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> and like Michael Chiklis is the poop suit. The thing might as well he might as well be in the other guy's poop suit because <laughs> they say you don't really know a man until you walk a mile in his poop suit. <laughs> That's the worst thing in the world. Because I quite like the thing in the comic books. He's a very cool character. He looks cool. And just, like, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Just like, let's just make him look like diarrhea poop. <laughs> just wrap a man in that. Yeah. Why? It's so awful looking. <laughs> oh. Michael yeah. Chiklis. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, of, um, actually, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. news, yeah. uh, Jesse Jesse Eisenberg mm-hmm. has been cast as that's Lex right. Luthor. We haven't talked about this. Yeah, so that's weird. That is super weird. It's, and again, you know, you never know because the Heath Ledger rule is always there. Like, yeah, that's, I was that's like, immediately yeah. where my mind went. I thought he was playing the Joker, and obviously we all couldn't be happier. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't have a visceral reaction to it. I was like, huh, let's see how that. Turns yeah, out. like are they yeah. gonna shave his head, or is, you know, are they gonna uh, you know Gene Hackman him? Because I think I mean he is a great actor, so yes. it's kind of like I don't know, maybe he doesn't fit what I would have imagined, but who knows? But yeah, <laughs> like they they have to be going somewhere. With yeah, like, well, I think they're. I mean, there's all kinds of like superheroes. The villains have gone through a variety of uh, you know shapes and sizes through the years. Like mm-hmm. yeah, 
Um, there's a whole bunch of different types of Joker. You know, they aren't all the exactly the psychotic madman that you see in uh, yeah, yeah, even in the comics too. Like yeah, the no, Jokers. decade by decade, it yeah. kind of shifts a bit. I mean, it's all kind of leveled off into something being somewhere between what Jack Nicholson's Joker was based on and where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and the heroes change too, and what their whole shit is about. Yeah, yeah. And Lex Luthor has changed very much as well, and he's become in the comic books more of a politician uh he's always had the money right. and power but he's like in you know he's not viewed by anyone as a villain uh in the comics at and this maybe they're gonna go that angle yeah i think something. so uh, you're seeing LexCorp, yeah in the man of steel movie on trucks and billboards all just yeah. in the background and i'm like okay well they're setting that world up right. where he's a you know billionaire industrialist kind of thing so it might work. I mean, it just threw me off. I mean, I was just waiting for it to be, it to be announced that it was Brian Cranston, Cranston. So, yeah. but maybe he's tired of being bald guys. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe people are like, well, we can't make him a bald guy because people are just going to see. Think, uh, <laughs> people are going to think Heisenberg. Yeah, let's hire Heisenberg. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it did. Con- I was like, oh, well, I guess because I hadn't heard anything about it either. And also announced with that is Jeremy Irons will be the new Alfred. Yeah, fine. So yeah, fine. He's yeah, a very good actor. Definitely. He's the right age. You know, mm-hmm. he's yeah, fine. <laughs> um, I uh, heard that Shatner was trying really hard to get the job, and I was like, I don't think that's very well. Funny. I'm sure Shatner's <laughs> trying very hard to get a job. Hey, he works just fine. He's got like three or four different shows that yeah. he's doing very well. Does he really? What shows does he? Well, he's have? got uh, William Shatner's Weird or What. He does yeah, those occasional does, like, interview shows. Totally. He's, uh, he's, he's got just had shows. that sitcom that got canceled. He's like, oh yeah, yeah he was constantly in giving my dad that or whatever. Shit. But yeah, he yeah. does have those like um, those kind of like hosting gigs on shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, then. And I wouldn't have been against him being Alfred. It would have been silly. I love William Shatner. He is, he's everything an actor is supposed to be. Yeah. Absolute entertainment all the time. Say shit weird for me if it isn't going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but he killed his wife. Well, did he? I don't know. Yeah, maybe he didn't. I don't know. I don't think uh, so. And then a final question that I have uh, in terms of uh, of uh, superhero action movies. Who is B.J. Novak playing? Uh, he's new- playing like, uh, uh, what is it? Alistair something. Alistair about. Smith or yeah, Smith yeah, yeah. or something? So that's like that uh, not a super-powered villain, but like a... Uh, in the new... In the Spider-Man new Spider-Man 2, sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah Spider-Man 2 has yeah. added a fourth... I think fourth, maybe it's fifth. I'm not entirely sure. So uh, there, there. This is the one that there has already been a trailer for. Yes. yes. When did they add? Is this a new? This like was just announced like yesterday. Or so well, they're not added add, necessarily, but announced. Not announced. announced. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now you've got uh, Electro, mm-hmm. Rhino, Rhino, which they have not shown any of the you, Rhino. You've seen little flashes of them. But I, it bothers me because that's the, the I've been waiting for them to do that character yeah, for some yeah. reason. That's my favorite uh, Spider-Man villain. Right. No, oh, Rhino's great. Um, you also have uh, Harry Osborn slash Green Goblin. Right, right. And, like, are they doing the Green Goblin? Oh yeah, thing, there's a, on the new clip you can see the Goblin on his little glider, oh. and, like in the background. So that's happening. So and then now we have another villain. My question about that Super Bowl trailer, uh, I asked Casey this earlier. Um, so Electro, <laughs> yeah. in that trailer, yeah. am I to believe that he is a bad guy in that trailer yeah. because Spider-Man forgot his name? <laughs> 
Yes. Okay, and that's it. That's from the trailer. Yeah. In in the now, story the, of the know, comic book, no, is not there at more? All. No, it's much. It's entirely different. He okay. looks entirely different. He's not. Because in the trailer, I'm just like they seem like friends, and then he's like, "You don't remember my name? I'm gonna crumble the city." And I was like, "This doesn't seem like enough motivation for me." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine there's more to it. I there know, but must be. That, you wait, never know. He also forgot his middle name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, I hate no. that. Um, I wasn't super big on that trailer. And, no, and, I mean I, I didn't. Oh, and this movie seems like so overstuffed. Yeah. And I didn't see the good, first one, so what? I didn't see the last one, the oh, uh, the Mark uh, Webb one. It's a mess. Yeah, it's yeah, got sucks. good stuff in it. <laughs> Casey, oh, it's just, it's, I just I was so Casey's got a slip yeah. in it. Sucks, sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a big big mess. Like he he, I think he's a very good Peter Parker. Yeah, I was really excited for him to be in it because I loved him in Boy A. I loved him in uh, Never Let Me Go. Yeah, and, and uh, he's great in Social Network. Social he's Network an actor, and I like how the suit looks. I particularly like how the suit looks for this new one. I, that like pops the the basic ingredients seem to be there, but they just don't have they pace know, or storytelling yeah. like Raimi does. I don't understand why. Like I, I mean, there's got to be a reason for it that I don't understand. But but the the, the stuffing of like didn't they learn their lesson with, Sp- with Spider Man three because well, that was everyone's or complaint that Batman and or, Robin yeah or like this is not a new mistake yeah Spider Man three was not the first one to overstuff. Uh, a superhero movie with too many villains and make yeah. it distracting and take away from the core story. It, That's it why wasn't. all superhero movies, for the most part, the first one is the best one because there's always only one villain yeah. in the fucking first one. It wasn't... I Pay mean, less actors. Don't you want to save money, Hollywood? Stop <laughs> fucking around. It wasn't the first time they did that, but it was the first time. Like, Spider-Man 3 was the first time that people were really like, well, this movie sucks we were, every, as and, a direct result of that. And everyone was riding high off 2, which I think was the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Alpha very Marino was yeah. badass. Yeah, yeah I, just, yeah. I rewatched those recently because I rewatched Amazing Spider-Man. And was like, yeah, this is a total mess. And then I went back and watched Raimi's uh, one and two, not three, obviously. And like, they're just <laughs> I still like movies. I, I, they, they have such a they're so good fun to them. The cast is very good. Yeah, so and and I I maintain that three works on a level in which that like you can read it as Sam Raimi being like, well, fuck, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Yeah, but yeah. It, as a as a movie and as a whole and as a successful film, I mean, it doesn't stand on its own it's just, I just like it for how batshit crazy it is yeah. but sure, I mean it's sure. not and good and there, there are scenes in it that are worthwhile oh yeah and yeah. And, yeah yeah but what a mess <laughs> <laughs> yep speaking of what a mess okay <laughs> I have been uh, I didn't bring it up last week but I've been steadily watching the following and I just you did bring it up last week I did not it was no. the week before Casey oh yeah. okay Jesus. god one more strike and you're fired. Oh, man. <laughs> I got a book. I'm writing all your strikes down. <laughs> uh, all right. I still want my pension. Um, I need so that podcasting pension. If you missed that one or whatever, the following is a uh, Kevin Bacon uh, serial yeah. killer TV show drama. Just went up on Netflix recently. That's right. Season one is on the Netflix on a bunch of different regions. Uh, season two is currently happening on air. So Kevin Bacon is a former FBI agent who is uh, uh, ten years after catching a, uh, a serial killer who killed fourteen women. The serial killer is, had escaped and uh, captured and uh, killed his the, his final victim that he wasn't able to do last time. Then goes back to jail, but now he has a following of serial killers running around doing his bidding for yeah. him, and he because he is obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe and visions himself as a writer is constructing this like a sequel making kevin bacon's uh injured fbi agent the uh tragic hero of this new story 
So, all right, I'm fine. Again, I'm fine with all this and having a bunch of cultish serial killers running around doing one serial killer's bidding, except for the fact that they aren't really doing that. It's just like a bunch of silly teenagers who are all in love with each other <laughs> not doing things. <laughs> like they, So, I won't talk too long about this, but I just thought this was really funny. So, there was the two guys who were pretending to be gay so they could kidnap their neighbor. And they lived next to this girl for like three years. And they're doing it for the serial killer. For the serial killer. Also, a girl was pretending to be a nanny of the serial killer's son so she could also okay. throw this plan in motion and kidnap the kid. Yeah. So after they kill the, the neighbor, the two pretend gay guys and the nanny, uh, pretend nanny, take the son and disappear to this cottage where they hang out. Then you find out that they aren't gay. They were just pretending to be gay. But the one pretend gay guy is now actually in love with the other guy who isn't gay, but he's in love with the... With the lady. With the nanny. Uh-oh. And then, but then gay. it turns out that the guy who's not gay and isn't into the other guy, is ne- he's been lying all this time, has never killed anyone. Yeah. And they're mad about that. So they've kidnapped a girl, have her in the basement. He's, it's supposed to be his first kill. Cause oh, my work, God. We're going to work through this, Kevin, or whatever your name is. This sounds like <laughs> it's getting so far away what it's, like yeah, the show I know. should it's be like about. So, because, again, Kevin Bacon is awesome in this show. And so when it's him and that Sean Ashmore kid who's always running around with him in this uh, – He's Iceman in the X Men movies. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's when it's the two of them so. trying to solve, you know, fucking murder mystery, I'm like, yeah, this show's totally watchable. Kevin Bacon's great, uh, but this whole thing is so silly. And then like, so <laughs> the so they, now it's a, like a love triangle, and they're all banging. And but the one guy feels weird about it, and like, how am I gonna continue my love triangle and murder this girl in the basement? Yeah. And then uh, so it's just we've all been there. Ugh, <laughs> yes. I was there earlier. Classic today. high so school horrible. drama. <laughs> so then Kevin Bacon figures out where they are, and he gets up to their house, and but then they like, I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they have him. This is where this show doesn't know how to write itself at all. This is where it really does kind of remind me of Prison Break, where they just. They put themselves in situations and they don't know how to write themselves out of it. So Kevin Bacon's just there, and so he's just playing like cool and aloof, like, hey, I don't give a shit if you guys kill me, because I know the kid's going to be safe now, because this place is surrounded by the FBI. Booyah. And they're all like, uh, oh, man, what do we do? We don't even know what to do. We don't, let's not tie him up, because that's clearly what he wants. And so they don't do that. And then they, then that's called what happens psychology. over the course of two episodes is every single bad guy just says what they're thinking and feeling aloud in earshot of all the good guys so they can figure everything out. It's like, how are we going to get them to figure out what's happening? Well, we could we could just tell them. <laughs> How about they just tell them? Like they keep talking about their love triangle right in front of Kevin Bacon, and then he starts using it against them. Oh. But it's 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 like shot and directed in a way where it's like he's piecing it together. But it's just like he's literally just hearing it, and repeating it. Like, man, I hate that uh, this guy thinks I'm in love with him, and I'm not. Oh, so you think you're in love with him, but you're not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ah! How did you know? And it's just like like two episodes of this where every instance of mystery or trying to figure something out is fully just spoiled by one of these uh, yeah. cult people. Um, and there's this one guy who's supposed to kidnap the wife, but he's sort of in love with her, and he just spills the beans to her by accident constantly, too. The only thing, other thing I'll bring up was I when there's one actor in it, I was like, you know what? I appreciate how far he went with that, because that looked kind of terrifying. He's some random... He's only in one scene, and uh, the little kid is running away, and he catches him, because the little the little kid let out this other prisoner girl. And it's this guy, he's like, I don't know, he's probably six feet tall. He's a scary-looking gangster fellow with, like, tattoos on his neck and a shaved head and stuff. And he, and he catches the kid, and he's so mad at him. He's like, why did you do that? And he picks this little nine-year-old up by his shoulders, 
and just has him off the ground. And I, I had to rewind it to see if he was using a dummy because it was so aggressive, the yeah. shaking and screaming <laughs> in this guy's fucking face. Why did you do that? It's like, that is, I don't know how that was okay to unset for this man to yeah. pick up this child and sc- shake him. And yeah, that just uh, like that reminds me of Monster Squad. But it made Squad. me laugh like a bastard, too. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, like on set in Monster Squad when uh, Dracula picks the girl up and screams, give me the amulet, you bitch. Yeah. And like everyone's been on record saying, like she was too young to understand what was going on. Yeah, they yeah. didn't tell her he was going to do that. <laughs> she cries for real on camera, like <laughs> basically like traumatized her. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy just gets into it with this kid. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But hey, that's network TV now. You know, it's it's got it's got to be ballsier. Well, that was the whole advertising campaign for the following. It was like you won't believe we can show it on network TV <laughs> at nine thirty. Shit out of all you these won't kids. Believe how many children we shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, this really is the silliest show on television. It's pretty. I, I, I'm and I've only seen like six episodes, and I'm like, I cannot believe what it is going like on. It sounds like it's jumped the shark already. Oh yeah. yeah, totally. But it's I'm absolutely fascinated with it, and we'll keep watching it. It's really easy yeah. to watch again because Kevin Bacon's wicked. And, you know, I'm also, I'm uh, an idiot, and I like these things. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll keep trucking along with it. It's pretty funny. Let's see how many more kids get shaken. Sweet. Um, oh, one quick last thing. With TV, I saw the first episode of Hannibal. Oh, yeah. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, I thought it was great. Fuck, yeah. It just gets better, too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I hear. And, like, it didn't blow my mind, but I'm like, I'm totally in. Yeah. I'm interested. I like how it's shot. I like I liked the, all the actors. Um, and I, I've always found the, the Will Graham character of the... Uh, uh, Sounds of Lambs, whatever world, yeah. the Thomas Harris world. I, I love that character. Yeah, and uh, although Red Dragon's not a good movie, I liked Ed Norton's take on the character. Yeah, and I, obviously Manhunter is great. And, yeah, uh, Manhunter's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I still fucking... I have yet to watch it, but the uh, the show. No, oh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Oh know. man. But yeah, everyone's I, been telling me to. Yeah, I think William Peterson is sort of the definitive. Uh, Will Graham, though, yeah. because like he he plays him just like a guy with problems. Like I mean, yeah. I like the way Hugh Dancy plays him on on Hannibal. Yeah, but he is really like mom's so neurotic all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think there's a little step more towards realism. Oh, in that absolutely. For, for and, him being able to like, if if there was a guy who could tap this easily into empathy yeah. for anyone. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gonna he's be a gonna little, be a little, up, a little wacky and a little yeah, eccentric. Yeah. And and he does play that. It, it just verges on silly every once in a while, but at no point does it take away from anything. And yeah. uh fucking both like this is the best thing that fucking um that uh, Lawrence Fishburne has done in oh, a long, long quite time. Quite a while. Like, he's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And fucking Mads Mikkelsen is. Oh, man, is he great? And, like, what a brilliant. challenge. Like, okay, you're going to be Hannibal Lecter now. <laughs> yeah. Like, but but like, don't do Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, but then he just does what I'm st- – like, I, I, I hate to say it because obviously Anthony Hopkins, but it's kind of becoming the definitive uh, – uh, Hannibal Lecter it's, for me. Oh, he's yeah, he's really done uh, like above and beyond what yeah. you could expect an actor. He's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, can't wait for season two. Sweet, yeah. 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 And I'll check it out someday. Someday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, very good. Oh, and real quick, I, I won't even talk about this, but uh, True Detective with uh, oh, fuck. Woody Harrelson. I need and, to watch. Uh, Did you start watching it? Uh, yeah, I saw the first episode. I haven't yet. And fucking holy crap, this is my new favorite show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Just like one episode, I'm like, I'm sold, motherfucker. Yeah. I will watch this shit. Yeah, I need to get it. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. get into that. Sweet. Talk about anything with it, but just it's great. Yeah. Yep. Well, speaking of getting into something, <laughs> let's get into film roulette. Speaking of segways. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good this week we picked labor day because it was the most high profile thing out there from a director that we all enjoy Mm -hmm. so uh greg and casey went and saw that they're going to tell us what they thought the loser has to go see something shitty or something on netflix shitty if there's nothing in the movie in the movie theaters that we haven't seen yet (laughs) and uh, i had to stay at home and watch (laughs) shrek the musical all 130 minutes of it yeah and i will tell you what i thought about that in a minute but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week casey gave us the pixies two eps last week Mm -hmm. and uh, i will get to give them an album because of the Shrek ordeal, yeah, but it's not going to go well. <laughs> that's how that is how we play. And uh, Greg and Casey, as I said, wins on Labor Day. Yeah. So yeah. Jason Reitman, mm-hmm, what, yes. do, what what what's this all about? Let's get into it. Uh, well, this is based on a book. Uh, it is about a woman who is a depressed shut-in who yeah. lives with her son. Doesn't really like going out because she's depressed because her husband left her, and he's um, remarried, and, and he's remarried and moved on, and she yeah. can't. Um, and she, in one of her rare trips out to get supplies from the grocery store, she is, uh, base, her and her son are basically abducted and brought back to their house by an ex-con who's trying to escape jail. Yeah. Or by a con, I yeah. guess. Yeah. He's not uh, an ex. Yeah. Escape from jail, he's on the run. And he's, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. Josh Brolin. That is yeah. Josh Brolin. Yeah. And Kate Winslet's the, uh, right. Yes. Yeah. And some kid. Is the <laughs> yes. <son. laughs> um, Gatlin Griffith? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess for me, my take on this movie is this movie would be a great movie if it wasn't such a bad movie. Oh, oh yeah. fuck. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> yeah, Greg was Tell so revealed. Him. Yeah, I was like, okay. I hope I don't have to argue I with wanna Casey know. today. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, okay, when you guys were going into this, because we picked it kind of like, you know... I, this has kind of gotten some positive, some negative. It wasn't really like a surefire winner. I really but, wanted to see it. Okay. Yeah. But it was like, also like a high-profile director. Well, yeah, and yeah. there's yeah. a lot of people, people in it. People, yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of great actors. Yeah, a lot and of... James un- Vanderbeek. Uh, a lot of <laughs> unnecessary... Actually, I will say this is the best thing that best Dawson's thing I've ever, ever seen done. Movie. Yeah. Uh, he's not great, but mm. it's the best thing that Dawson's ever no, done. J.K. Simmons sure. is in this? Yeah, yeah. J.K. Yeah. Simmons is in it for some reason. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, oh, speaking of all things Thomas Harris, uh, I don't know the actress's name, but the... Uh uh, oh, the kidnapped yeah. girl in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, she's I've great, got your actually. dog. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's great in this movie. Yeah, she is. She's, she's a she's a very natural uh, actress. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So Labor Day. Listen up. I'm spoiling stuff. So if right. you don't want to, because there's a couple things I got to talk about that I have major problems with. You heard it here first. Really pissed me off. Spoiler uh, alert. In effect, if you're gonna go see this. Skip ahead about five minutes because I'm going to mention a few things that are key to the plot. But you know what? They aren't that surprising because if you've ever seen a movie before, you can guess. <laughs> and, and also, but like there, there are things in this movie that just so conveniently happen. Oh, so, it's so tidy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, sorry, go ahead. I liked all the performances. 
Fucking Kate Winslet was She's amazing. She's wonderful. Uh, yeah. And yeah, Brolin's great. He's fucking awesome. The kid's great. The kid's great. In the first half an hour, I was very into this movie. It was so well directed for yeah. the first little bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I see what they're doing here. Because like anyone who's grown up in a single mom environment where there is that thing and there's the hole in your life, when you don't have something to fill it, you fill it with a fantasy. Yeah. Something that is actually unattainable, but that's what you look for. The perfect dad who's going to teach you how to teach you how to do uh, mechanics and how to cook and how to throw a baseball and be awesome. And then for the wife, it's going to be, he's, gonna, he's, a per, he's sensitive, but he's a man's man. Yeah. And he's a, an aggressive, but gentle lover. And yeah. you know, he's this perfect person. And so that's when he comes into their life and is that, I was like, ah, oh, they're showing the, the fragility of this and how this is, you know, it's, it's an empty hope. Yeah. But no, no, that's just what it is. Yeah. As that goes, I'm like, this isn't a metaphor for anything. This is just this silly little, like, like this is porn just, fantasy. Don't almost, worry. You know? Don't worry, broken lady. A man will fix you. Totally. Right? <laughs> oh, Absolutely. No. And then to make it even worse, it's like he is a murderer. He's a murderer. <laughs> wow. Well, he killed his wife. Well, but it's okay because she was a slut. No, totally. That's Look, not. He, if she wasn't a slut and he shoved her head into the fucking radiator and she died, you think people would be sympathetic about it? It's because they made her a slut. Then he doesn't like it's okay. shove her head he into her. He shoves her. Her he, head hits a yeah, radiator and she fucking her. dies. He shoves her. That was wrong. He's not a murderer. He's just somebody who killed somebody by accident. <laughs> well, fine. But it's yeah. not murder. It, it, it's the way they're tra- like they're best. trying to make it all like, oh, he didn't mean to. <laughs> like I fuck that really irritated me. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of like, well, okay, I could see that being a thing that could. happen. I can happen. see that being a thing that happens because it is a thing that happens. But I just didn't like how it was. Ugh. Well, how I was supposed to swallow it in this little fucking. In the context of this movie, it it like because there were so many other convenient things that happen. Mm. Um, you know, they're hiding this fugitive and they're like, oh my God, please don't hurt me. And then they decide that they love him because he makes them pie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and literally, it's like later that day, they love him now. Yeah, really? It's only that been soon? a weekend. And they're oh going to like God. jump ship and move to Canada with the they're in- murderer. <laughs> Within five fucking days. Oh my they're God. like, they, they. And not one of them asks. Hey, who'd you murder? Yeah, can you tell us about the fucking murder that you did? No. Which, again, I contest was not necessarily murder. So that kind of lets him off. It was an accidental killing. Yeah. He he didn't intend to murder. But But he did. As as an outsider, if you're framing it as like he got really angry and pushed someone and she hit her head by accident, he's still somebody that is prone to like violent outbursts that could maybe end up with you falling downstairs and dying or stuff. Like if he's going to be mad enough to push you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that doesn't, you know, it's it's a possibility <laughs> down the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a thing. Um and, and there like there are points where, you know, because nobody knows that this convict is living in their house with yeah. them and and they don't want to tell anybody cuz he is the perfect father and the perfect, you know, surrogate husband or whatever. He's got um, masonry skills after all. You oh, can't yeah. lose that. Yeah. <laughs> and also he can bake a pie, you guys. Yeah. I can't stress that enough. That is very sensitive, the pie making. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But then there's a character who's like this precocious, you know, 12-year-old girl. Mm. um, And she becomes sickening after a while. Like, (laughs) at at first, it's kind of like, okay, well, it's cute that this kid is, like, kind of precocious and everything. And that eventually just gets so sickening. And she just kind of goes, like, kind of out of the blue. She's like, wait a minute. You're hiding that convict, aren't you? (laughs) It's kind of like, you're a fucking child. How did you make that fucking giant leap? Yeah. Pretty stupid. (laughs) Um, And the ending, too, I was just like... Is there a ghost? 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, it Sounds like the kind of movie with a ghost. Turns out they've all been dead for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a, But the thing is, though, it's not a boring movie. No, I. it, it's, it looks great. The, the, the direction, the framing, the photography, beautiful, the lighting, yep. the performances all the way through are so good. You, like, I don't know, they're... He's a very good actor. He's yeah. a kid too, you know. And like, and like a really well like a well directed movie. Again, a couple problems with like um now we love the murderer. Yeah. Uh, and I like, thought there was a moment where it was gonna save it when again, I'm being spoilery here. <laughs> when the neighbor comes in near the end and then it doesn't you don't really see that scene resolve and you yeah. come back to her and the kid yeah. and then you come back and he's like I gotta go say goodbye to my room I'm like oh shit yeah this yeah, is here, it's gonna be like oh now, here's this the ugly truth definitely here's the death of the fantasy yeah here's reality nope sorry nope and, <laughs> and I was hoping for it me too and they fucking lead you on to believe that there's something in that room right there's not and also no. the kid wants to say goodbye to his room <laughs> that kid's what? an idiot yeah that kid is a fucking idiot <laughs> Um, and also, okay, so like they're, she's trying to dr- uh, withdraw her life savings from the bank. Yeah. Um, so that they can go on the run to Canada mm-hmm. where murderers are fine. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so she, she and her and her son go to the bank uh, to, to withdraw the savings. And then the bank manager is like, hmm, why do you want to withdraw all this money? Oh, yeah, that you was know, in the some, trailer. Some might call this suspicious, and it's all like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? Huh. Like, are they going to call the police? Who's going to call the police? And then the kid makes a retarded joke, and then everyone goes, oh, okay, let's give you your money. Yeah. Like, they're like, this is really suspicious. And then the kid's like, mm, we're like Bonnie and Clyde. And then the bank manager's like, ah, very good. Let's <laughs> yeah. not keep them waiting. Let's give them all this suspicious money. <laughs> like, like oh. yeah, so many weird little conveniences and just just bullshit. Yeah, like you know, when I walk right when I walked out, I was like, well, you know, I had a nice time. Like, because that's the it's, weird thing about it's, it. It's the acting is so good. It looked it looked so good. I walked out and I, I was on the phone with my wife and I was like, she's like, how was it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Yeah. Like, I know there were things really yeah. wrong. Like, and some things made me mad, but like then, but as as I talk about it the more because again this was only a couple hours ago I saw it yeah, so too. as I'm like talking about it with you talking about it with her or just running it over my head the more irritated I'm getting with this movie yeah yeah <laughs> me too like like I uh, my, 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 like I said my immediate reaction was like it's a shame this movie sucked because it was good like yeah but right? it wasn't good no it, it was just it enjoyable in a weird it way it had every yeah. possibility to be good yeah it even had James, or it, it even had Josh Brolin looking as much like James Brolin as he possibly could. <laughs> yeah. Because in the fucking stupidest, oh, Tobey Maguire's in this movie for no reason. Really? He narrates oh, it. yeah, but the narrative, the narr- the narration was so unnecessary. It's so yeah. rare that a movie has the right kind of narration. Well, like, the thing there's is, so many times where I'm just like, well, you did not need that. No. Yeah. And I feel like this was because it was based on a book. It was yeah. like that thing of like, well, we desperately need the narration because, and I feel like a lot of the narration was directly lifted from the book oh yeah okay um uh and and it's probably really beautifully written because there was a couple of little passages of the narration that uh, yeah, were quite yeah. nice really nice um excellent choice of words yeah in, yeah in some and, places like really but yeah. but absolutely unnecessary in the yeah. movie and it was toby Maguire, you know recounting the story as the kid and yeah. then he's in a scene for five minutes at the very end when because this again, whole thing takes place in 1987 yeah 
Um, and then and Josh Brolin gets captured again, and he goes back to jail for 15 years or something. When you see him later or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So then flash forward to today when he gets out of jail, and he goes and fucking goes back and lives with Kate Winslet. She and they waited live for him. Oh, yeah, finally, a man's here. I don't have to be a weirdo anymore. And literally, like, <laughs> the man leaves. Oh, no. The man le- Like, the man gets caught. You know, Josh Brolin gets caught and thrown back in jail. And she's like, well, I guess I'll give up on my son. Yeah. The son goes back and fucking... The son goes back and lives with her, with his dad yeah. because she can't deal with life if there's not a penis around her. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Penis Clark, Clark Gregg's in it, too. Clark Gregg, he, yeah. he plays the dad. And he's good. He's they good. Everyone is good in this. Yeah. There's no bad performance. Yeah. It's just... Ugh. Yeah. J.K. Yeah. Simmons shows up for... Like thirty seconds, yeah, in a in a part that should have just gone to some no name. Like, yeah, yeah. Really well, weird. I think calling I, in favors, to, I guess, to you know. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, I think I don't remember if it was you, Casey, that said it, or if I read it on like the Wikipedia or whatever. But I remember reading it with that like Jason Reitman was just like, I read the book and it was kind of like this isn't anything that I would normally do, yeah. and it felt kind of like I'm going to challenge myself, you know, like by uh, doing well, something a little different, and maybe I'll nail it, and maybe I won't. Who knows? Kind of thing. Saw, yeah, I saw an interview with him or, or an excerpt from an interview where he said, I sort of had to relearn how to make movies because of this film. Yeah. And that's actually quite evident because, but it's also evident that he failed in actually learning because this feels like a movie that's about as deep as Juno or something like that. (laughs) Um, But but with a little bit of soft focus lens work, it tries to be so much deeper. Yeah. But that's really all it does. Yeah, it's it's a failure. Yeah, I, yeah. W- I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what the book's like. Is the book as much like? You I think know, the the general so consensus the man on the left book. And they were sad, and then another man came and they were happy. Yeah, and he <laughs> left, and then they were sad, and then twenty five years later he came back. He and came back happy. and they were happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I feel also, like I read that people like it, but bake I'm good sure. pies. Really good pies because the murderer taught him to make a pie. I'm gonna teach you two things, Billy. I'm gonna teach you three things: baseball. Making a pie and murdering people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that'll Here, that'll learn some... you something too. <laughs> have, have some pie. Here's a ball and a pie. I'm gonna go bang your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the cats in the cradle. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, yeah, oh, if you didn't man. go uh, jump ahead uh, and you listened to the spoilers. Perhaps I've saved people from a terrible date night. Yeah, by spoiling this movie. Yeah. yeah, don't go see this. Don't see no. this. Waste of damn time. Yeah, it kind of is. Yep. Uh, well, well. Speaking about... now on to the winning movie. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, of a waste of time, I watched Shrek the Musical on Netflix. 130 minutes. This is the Broadway. Sh- I believe it is the Broadway show. Yeah. They've just filmed it. Yeah. Multi camera setup. They yeah. have the packed live performance. Packed live performance. Um, okay. This, so I just on record, I just want to say this is one of my favorite things we've ever done. Absolutely, I have been giggling you like an idiot. Would not be saying that if you were me. You I motherfucker! Well, not. You, you posted on on Instagram. You posted a little like ten, 10 seconds, seconds of it, it mm-hmm. and I watched ten seconds of it, and I'm like, this is nauseating. <laughs> <laughs> and you watched okay. Yeah, I watched minutes. like two minutes of the beginning, and it was just like, holy okay. fuck! All right, so <laughs> yes, I put this off forever. Yeah. So like, you know, we record this every week. I literally yeah. waited until the night before we recorded today yeah. Yeah. to watch it. Um, just been really dreading it. Not, I mean, now, to set, to set the scene even further, I like a good musical. Uh-huh. Sure. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And, 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 and I mean, I will admit that I like musicals that are that are like, let's say, a property that I like. Like I saw the Toxic Avenger musical in Toronto years ago, mm-hmm. and I I really liked it. It was oh, funny. Right? Yeah, the songs weren't like amazing, but you know, like it was fun. It was an entertaining thing because I was invested in the property. Right. I don't fucking care about Shrek. When Shrek came out, I remember yeah. in, I think maybe I was in high school or late high school, and I remember a lot of people liked it because it was kind of skewering the, like, fairy tale stuff, and there yeah. was the, like, jokes that were sort of for adults. I enjoyed it. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I don't love it, but I can understand why it was funny, and, and, and then it just was, like, Shrek 2, Shrek 3, who fucking cares? Yeah. But, uh, so, so I'm not invested in the property going into this movie going into this experience yeah. of watching the two hours and ten minutes musical. So I've been putting it off, putting it off. Like <laughs> Last night it was like 8 o'clock or whatever it was, and I'm like, I'm feeling down already, like having like a bummer night anyway, just like not feeling great, just, oh, this bummer, like dreading it. So I'm like drinking wine. I drink like a couple glasses of wine, and I'm like, okay, I got to go upstairs and watch this. So I like... I'm I'm sitting on my bed watching it because somebody was using the TV, and so I'm like alone in my room in the dark, <laughs> watching Shrek the Musical on my tablet in my room, <laughs> sipping wine, and I'm like, "What have I done to come to this point?" I'm sad and watching fucking Shrek, and it was making me depressed even more. Like it was so. I've, I said to you guys on Facebook, I've never had as visceral a reaction as watching this because it is so not what I wanted to do with. A 130 minutes of my life that I was just like, what am I doing? So what has led me? I was like, I hate this podcast. Why do I do this? Have Have you seen Trek the sh- the the movie? I, the first one. You did. I didn't see the sequels. Um, was that is that what this is based on, or is it's, it like a whole? It new, looks like it's based it's on that. Basically, from the clip yeah, I watched. It, right. it is very much just like they have jokes specifically from the first one in it at times. And 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 okay, so I don't know how to approach this. Like the <laughs> let's let's say quick review of it. Um, costumes are okay. The production is okay. It's like I I was kind of going into it hoping that it was going to be like a real piece of shit that yeah. I could just be like, wow, look at the seams, look at that shitty set. Yeah. It looks like. Uh, looks like it costs a lot of money. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like professional. The the guy that plays Lord Farquhar or whatever his name is, um, he plays the whole character on his knees because he's because the character's yeah. short. And right. then they have these like fake legs 
That and it actually kind of did they dwarf him? Is that what it is? They dwarfed him? Yeah. Yeah. Dwarf yeah. on Shrek. But like <laughs> but like everything, like his legs and everything are, are all like paint are all like wearing black so that the legs actually the fake legs actually look like they're there and so he's like it, it seems to be doing something kind of interesting. Like it, it looks kinda cool when right. you're like, Whoa, how'd they do that? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, he's okay, he's on his knees and they hit his legs and he's jumping around. That must be hard. And <laughs> and so like I mean like as a musical Good for you for trying to fucking make the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, I tried. And so, like, as a musical, you know, it's that very, like, the, it's the Disneyification that people say of Times Square. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, now all of a sudden every Broadway show isn't going to be interesting or whatever. It's just all going to be adapted properties. And this is yeah. very much that beast. Yeah. And um, I, the, the music was not memorable at all. It was, it, like, I, I feel like it was awful. And then I read reviews where people were saying that it was, like, done by somebody who does good music for musicals. And I was like, well, I didn't like it. But it just, it was just fucking excruciating. Like, I looked at the clock and it was 30 minutes into it, and I was like, how am I going to watch another hour and a half of this? I do not want to do this. It was awful. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I, it, I saw, uh, so I watched the opening where Shrek's parents sing to him as a baby. Yeah. And then a little bit, of, yeah, so that I saw. And Stupid. then I watched another clip when I, because I was posting some stuff for people to see how terrible this is. And I felt, extraordinarily bad in my soul yep. for the poor man who has to play donkey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm looking <laughs> at a picture of it right now, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's what they did? Yeah. yeah. And, and and He's all wearing sunglasses and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And... and like, it works in the movie yeah. in a way, and then... The, well, it the, works by virtue of the fact that it's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah. And it's a donkey. It's yeah. a cartoon donkey. Yeah. yeah. It's a cartoon. Not just yeah. a guy dressed up like a donkey jumping around on this. Like, ding a ding with his butt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, and... I was like, that man has gone to extensive dance training. Yep. Vocal coaching. Yep. Theater training, yep, acting yep. training, <laughs> slugged it out for all these years. To get, I want some, you know, credibility, some legit. I want to test myself as an actor and be something. All right, put on this donkey suit. Yeah, and talk like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> is he doing like an Eddie Murphy? Like is in he- the clip I saw? Yeah, for oh, sure. Fuck. Oh that yeah, noise. yeah. And the the guy that plays Shrek, Brian Darcy James, uh-huh. um, doesn't really he, like. It's weird. Like there's like narration and it's seems a lot like it's supposed to be like Mike Myers, but then he doesn't talk like Mike Myers. He's and not it's, doing the accent? He's not or? really doing the Like, he kind of does his own thing because, I mean, he has to sing, and you can't really sing doing an impression of Mike Myers. That would oh, yeah. be even worse than this already is. And, yeah, again, like, the singers, I'm sh- like, they're, some of them are fine. Some of them are better than others. Mm-hmm. The songs are not memorable at all. And, like, I don't know if it was just me, but... And if I just have a reliance on musicals having to be like rhyme play and stuff, but there was times where I was just like, none of that even went together to for me. Like that just seemed like you <laughs> said some stuff that was leading up to to rhymes and then just like dropped it and like walked away and did a bunch of new rhymes. And I'm like, where did they, where are these going? And all the songs, like I mean, it's very much like the first movie. They try and kind of put in some pop culture stuff, and half the time you're just like, well, why did you me-? like you're just doing pop culture references from Shrek One, which came out when I was in high school school so why (sighs) you know what it really reminded me of uh, i don't know i used to work at the uh at the elgin theater uh, yeah downtown toronto people from toronto will know uh every every christmas this guy ross petty puts oh yeah and and if you've ever been on a subway in toronto you've given you chills yeah (laughs) yeah. uh yeah there's always a terrifying looking human being and there's always Um, a stunt cast like one of the like and we also got kevin sorbo or whatever yeah Yeah. (laughs) because he hasn't been on tv in a long time he's playing a lady dog yeah yeah (laughs) well 
that was like at the height of it. They yeah. got Kevin Sorbo, and then it progressively became like we got the third runner-up from Canadian Idol. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but but these things are, are very much like a, a loose fair, a loose adaptation of a fairy tale with yeah. just a bunch of dumb pop culture references yeah. for for kids and a bunch of like horrible like sexual innuendo for the adults. Right, yeah, right. yeah. And <laughs> it's like all that kind of thing, like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Oh well, let me check my iPhone. Oh wink. Yeah. Oh, like, literally, we, that yeah. might have been a little too clever. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, oh, I don't know. Is it Britney Spears? No. Right, <laughs> Oops, yeah. I did it again. <laughs> but are you all that in a bag of chips? <laughs> Long story short, we're writing the next panto. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's ex- that's very much what this reminded me. Of. Yeah, absolutely, and and it is very much like that, and it doesn't ever come anywhere close to being something like when when they did the Lion King, and you know it got like great accolades yeah. because of like how innovative well, the yeah, stage show it, was yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, 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 the set design. Yeah, yeah. like there was right. actual was artistry crazy. involved. Yeah. Not that there isn't here. I mean, the fucking sets and stuff. They sure they look great, but I mean, it's not like you know. It's not some hugely innovative spectacle show. It was just like there was a couple moments where, like the, you were talking about the Instagram thing that I posted where it's like Shrek's in like a in like an outhouse and he pops it open or whatever. And you're like, oh, that's you know, they had to like build a thing that blew up for him to jump out of whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, OK, but it's not interesting. And and yeah, and the crowd eats it up. They fucking crack up at everything. And yeah. I was just like sad <laughs> it was awful it was really truly one of the most excruciating things because again like yeah looked at my clock half hour in i don't like looked at my clock an hour in how has it only been an hour and i still have an hour and 10 minutes yeah. left like but literally did, before you because I, I didn't check the time when i found this thing on netflix and suggested it i had assumed like when we picked it when i when i lost i was like thinking about this was Something I should have done before I agreed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I should have been like, that's probably going to be like two and a half hours because it's a fucking musical. Well, I was th- I was thinking about it. I was walking around after and I'm like, shit, I didn't even look at how long this thing is. What if it's just like a abbreviation? You know, yeah, like, yeah, what if it's right. like, like 53 30... minutes or something. I would have loved that. Yeah, I would have. And I was like, and I was actually worried about it. And then like an hour later, I got a text from you in all caps. This movie is fucking 130 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uh, no. it was all yeah it was on, like i couldn't i couldn't even find a way to make it funny while i was doing it like no, just sitting no. alone in the dark just like why i don't want to do this no, no one should want to do that That's no just terrible awful awful i no. wished one of you would have had it like it's just time i will never get back <laughs> <No>. <laughs> again folks if you haven't if you don't know what it looks like to, to understand what yeah. we went through yeah, you just Google Go. it, Shrek the Musical, yeah. Broadway, or YouTube it. You'll find it. Put it on, on Netflix. Just, yeah. Or watch it. See yeah. if you can uh, see how sad you can yeah. get in I, bed with a movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I could have spent that 130 minutes falling asleep after I drank that wine. <laughs> like, that would have been so much better. <laughs> oh, good God. Awful. Lord. So, last well. week... Casey lost. Yeah, and because I Frankenstein lost last week. <laughs> yeah, I was really like like footnote on that I Frankenstein thing on Friday when we were all getting drunk at Rancho and whenever I needed a drink I would just yell Yo, Yo Frankenstein, Frankenstein. <laughs> like, at Casey and I thought that was amazing. Which I wish I, I wish I couldn't say this, but it made me laugh every time. <laughs> but do you? He had to see I Frankenstein, so he gave us two EPs to listen to for the uh, the week that which we have been doing since last Wednesday, which I also listened to myself. Yeah. 
Okay, because yeah, I mean, we had a, a brief discussion about how Elephant in the Room, the Pixies have been releasing music again. You, Casey, wrote a little bit for Modern Superior about uh, Bag, Bag Boy, Boy specifically, the solo off uh, the single off the first album, and so now they've got a second one. So we listened, we back to backed them. Yeah, and uh, Bag Boy is not actually on the EP. It's no, on the first no, one, isn't it? Was, it? No, no, it's not okay. On, it was just, not on the EP. It's yeah. it was just like a, a lead off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. single or whatever. Mercifully, not on the EP. Yeah, yeah. Terrible song that was. Yeah. So, okay. So, what did you guys think? Um, I made notes. Actually, this is the first time I've made notes about music. Oh goodness! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I listened to this all week, over and over. Yeah, it was, I listened it's such to it a, a handful. Confusing times. listen because there's so much weight. To this bearing the Pixies name, yeah. Mm-hmm. If this is just a Frank Black and the Catholics release or a Black Francis release or anything else, yeah. it, it's just you digest it in a different way. And I tried so hard to not think about it being the Pixies and just listen to them as, as songs. Yeah, uh, that doesn't make it any better for my. <laughs> no, no. EP one is is particularly bad. Yeah. Uh, Indie Cindy is that her, is that what that's called? Ugh. That's a. Atrocious piece of work. Yeah, <clears throat> I I spent uh, more time with EP two because so did I because it's it's a little better. And I and I had listened to EP one like when it dropped on and I had it on audio and I was like, well, I fucking hate this, so I'm gonna yeah, minimize yeah. how much going back. I, no, I didn't listen to it because I heard Bag Boy and I'm like, nope, I'm fine with my memories. I'm yeah. sticking with now. And again, I don't know if it's obvious or not, but we're all intense Pixies fans. Oh yeah, yeah. this is one of the most important bands of my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is all very. Uh-uh. I, I yeah. put too much emotional weight in general on music, so an extra amount of that is on this. Yeah. <laughs> so And the thing uh-uh. about EP2 is I've seen people kind of saying like, oh, you know, like EP2 is kind of leaning on like trompe modes like style. And yeah. I'm kind of like, maybe yes, a little, but fucking no, because this, like, okay. Well, the, the thing is, I can see that. I, I could definitely oh, you, see you that can being, hear it a little. being an argument. But it's but not. It's it, it's sort of like the bridge between Tromplemond and uh, and Frank Black's solo yeah. stuff. There are songs on, on what is it? Uh, is it Andro Queen? That's the first one on EP1. Yeah. Um, maybe it's EP2 then. There's a song that sounds Magdalena? so much that I'm like, yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Magdalena. Yeah. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Because it almost sounds like Bossa Nova. Yeah, like it, it almost well, sounds like a Valoria or something the, like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's a ripoff of one of his. Well, the thing songs, about Adelie from his uh, self-titled, for, like from his mm-hmm. first yeah. uh, uh, solo. And album. the thing about that song is, I wrote down, I was like, okay, when I listened to that song for the first time, I was like, there's promise here yep. in the riff and some of the, yep. the melody, and I'm kind of like, where's this song gonna go? Because that whole song, Magdalena, is like. Eventually, this is going to do the Pixies thing where it's going to get loud. Yeah. Yeah. But that song is like half of a song, but they stretched it out for four minutes. It's yeah. like, oh, a riff that might go somewhere. No, we just repeat it and then a chorus and repeat it and then a chorus. Like, there's yeah, like, no release. Yeah. The older Pixies stuff had such dynamic to it. They packed a lot of ideas yeah. in a very short period of time. Now these songs are stretched out and don't do as much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I, I don't. Yeah, the Magdalena song was very listenable because it's familiar. Yeah, and yeah, uh, leaning on old material. But I was like, okay, that's better than Bag Boys. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, um, and uh, blues and greens. Yeah, or whatever. green blue, and blue. Green, green yeah. and blue. Similar feeling. Uh, that one I was okay with too. I'm like, this is catchy. The lyrics are brutal. Yeah, but I'm just uh, like those two songs. Is just like I hear the promise of where this could have been a good song, but you just like. 
came up with that like riff and the melody and were like, well, I don't need to do any more work. You yeah, know what I mean, right? it's kind you of know, like uh, there's promise here. Maybe if you fucking worked on yeah, it, there's going to be things that sound right because these are good players who yeah. are good at playing with each other. Santiago, no matter what, is going to almost by accident do something interesting with his guitar. Yeah, uh, but, he was actually the one that I was the most disappointed. Well, absolutely, but he, there are moments. There, are, there, there was are, there were, uh, not not moments. Sorry, there was specifically in the Magdalena song. I like his tone yeah. a lot, and the yeah, solo yeah. was like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, I, oh, can yeah. see, but, I can see like that being maybe Joey Santiago's session work or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're doing the Pixies again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get into it, all of you. Get into it. And what is with the fucking cowbell? I know. <laughs> uh, oh my god, that cowbell was just like bang, bang, bang. Your childhood is dead. All your heroes are turning into ghosts. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I read. Um, I to. Not to be the guy that quotes Pitchfork, <laughs> but <laughs> I read the review for Pitch for, on Pitchfork for EP2, and they mentioned in the review something about, like, now Pixies is a franchise. Like, they fired Kim Deal, and they yeah. got Kim Shattuck from the Muffs, and then it was like they fired her, and they'll just get somebody else, and it's just yeah. kind of like, now it's just running on this fucking, like, we gotta be the Pixies, crank out these shitty songs. It's just a fucking franchise now, yeah, and I yeah. thought that was particularly apt. Like, yep. yeah. this isn't the Pixies anymore. It's it's the fucking blockbuster version of the Pixies where it's like loud guitars and riffs and Frank Black just singing. doesn't matter what he sings. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but what I don't understand is it feels like there's more work and care and, and song structure put into stuff that, he's, that he does outside of the Pixies. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand. It's not like there's been a big drop off in his output lately. In fact, it's been anything but. It's been strong. Like the Catholics kind of dipped in quality for a bit, and then he stopped doing that. Reclaimed. He did a a wonderful album called Honeycomb. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. That's about seven years ago now. That's but sort still, of like a, a country tinged kind of a thing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. really nice, <clears throat> a really great album. Highly recommend it. And then he did uh, an album called Bluefinger under the he reclaimed the name Black Francis, and I loved it. It's a it's not a perfect album. It has some stuff. I I didn't like on it, but the stuff that's really cooking is really fucking good. And then he had an EP after that called Seven Fingers that I really liked. Yeah. And this was two, three years ago. So, like, there's been this output of good music, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he was embracing something he had been trying to yeah, write yeah. himself out of for ages, which he did very well. His first two solo records are unbelievable. Uh, Casey can attest to how fucking brilliant Frank Black and Teenager of the Year are. Oh my God. I love Teenager I, of the like, Year. Yeah. I oh my went God. nuts for those albums because it was so different than Pixies. Yeah. Like, like he, he was like, okay, I'm just going to redefine myself now. Yeah. And he kept enough of what makes Frank Black interesting Yeah. and then went in this fully like, I'm just going to do some kind of, kind of silly rock and roll sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. Some kind of like um, just fun shit. Yeah. And it was all so listenable. Yeah. This new Pixies thing is so unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, you know and, what fucking... Sorry. No, I was just gonna... I don't even... Like, I'm just gonna say again, like, to the franchise thing, it just feels like... Like, it is weird that he, he went on and he's been, like, doing good stuff, and but I feel like maybe he's, like, done some weird kind of just, like, I guess I'm... Like, well, if we're gonna do the Pixies on now, I'm just gonna autopilot it. Like, it feels like autopilot. Like, it does... Yeah. Like, like... like there's just no care It feels it. like, okay, people really want the Pixies, so we're just gonna get together and do it and, like, not really... You know, it's like there's no care to it, like you said. Like, it... But I feel like maybe that they just expected it, you know? Oh, like, just because don't, it's us, Just it's because it's work? us, it's gonna yeah. work. It'll be as good as it was because it was us then. I almost feel like there was a, a feeling of, like... Well, I don't know. It's it's difficult to say. What song is it? Is it on that Indie Cindy song, Ugh, which m makes me 
Yeah. Like, oh, sick to even say that. That was a hard. Uh, like I, I skipped it a lot. There's I, like, a, there's I a heard song. how bad this is once. <laughs> <laughs> there's a song where he starts singing, and like one of the big things about, uh, especially early Pixies, was um, uh, where he would just sing in Spanish. Yeah. Because he was a, a big student of of uh, Spanish culture and and the language, mm-hmm. um, and that was always kind of one of those cool things about Pixies. Like, yeah. Oh, he's just singing in Spanish now. And that's yeah. really really fucking sweet. Um, and I was like, I wonder if he, I wonder if he's going to do that again because, like, if he does it now, it almost seems like a little like a trope of the yeah, Pixies yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And then there's a song where I'm like, is he singing in Spanish right now? No, he's singing in Esperanto. And I'm like, ah, like I know you're not technically speaking like singing in Spanish, mm-hmm. which is like a Pixies thing to do, which would be kind of cheesy, but somehow singing in Esperanto is just a little too clever and makes it so much worse <laughs> and and just so disappointing. And then there's another song, too, where he starts out, like the whole song starts out with him doing like this sort of like spoken yeah. diatribe a la like subaculture. Yeah, yeah. But that's Indie Cindy. That's yeah, Indie yeah, Cindy? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then that, but Terrible. That, it, <laughs> he just has nothing to say anymore. No, exactly. It, it's just like him when making, he did that on subaculture and uh, Tired, you know yeah. the talking weird, you know, uh, confessional art madman thing. It, there was something to it. There was something to it. Yeah. It wasn't just a bunch of clever wordplay, and clever is in giant quotes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I don't. Just, I, this was a bummer. Setting. It was a bummer. I was yeah, kind of hoping bummer. that I would come out with with more that I could latch onto, but there really isn't much. No, it's no. a shit. I mean, These songs are a shell of of what was. Uh, yeah, and again, it's so confusing because his solo or Catholics output has been of a quality, and, yeah. this, and this isn't that. And it's also like when I listen to these these songs, like I get this bo- is as bad as crappy mid era Catholic stuff or Cult of yeah. Ray. Yeah, uh, yeah, which you know? is unfortunate. Album. Yeah, oh yeah, what a bummer. Yeah, and I just like with these songs, and it's kind of like you know. When say like Dinosaur Junior had that big long break and they came back with Beyond and it had like a real so fucking good. kick and a crunch to it, like some of the production on this stuff is kind of like yeah, like I hear like the big like bombastic crunch to the guitars and drums and stuff, and you're like, I like that sound. This is supposed to be something that I like, and yeah. I don't like it at all. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe the problem is that Jay Mascus and. Uh, um, Lou, Barlow. Lou Barlow and Lou Barlow still just fucking hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's maybe yeah. that's great. sometimes that works, man. Because yeah. uh, the Lou Barlow song on Farm is fucking great. Yeah. I think is my favorite song that he's ever done. No. Yeah, you know. those those oh, those those post breakup Dinosaur Junior albums are fucking bands, amazing. Yeah, this yeah. Is. Oh, and that what goes boom? That just uh, that's just not okay. Yeah. Uh, you We're know done. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Snakes. There's snakes coming. Oh. Thanks, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, so sorry about that, guys. No, no, you know, no, no, like, no. Was, we had to. I'm we had to address it. Put the time in, and I, I listened to it over and over all week to really yeah. understand what this is. See if there's a way a, to, as opposed to pretending it didn't happen. Like, yeah, you accept it's all out there. After having listened to it, I feel like I'm just from this point further. Like I'm just going to be a little bit more soured on one of the bands that was. One well, of, not not just one of the defining bands of my time, or one of, one of the defining uh, musical influences for me, but one of the defining things in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like one of the one of the most affecting things in my life was was discovering the Pixies, and this is just 
Well, well you know, a, I, I, it doesn't change or taint anything for me. It's a bummer. And yeah. I mean, at least they aren't like, they, it's not like they tried to like make a, something that they shouldn't be doing. They didn't like try and make an LCD sound system record or yeah, a pop right. album. They just wrote boring songs this time. Definitely. And like, you can only change the, the landscape of music once, I think. And, <laughs> Maybe. You know, and. I don't know. Bowie's done it a couple times, hasn't he? Sure, but you know he's also made a ton of garbage. Yeah, yeah. Bowie has made albums and albums and albums of utter shit. The EP, <laughs> the Pixies have made two four-song EPs that are really just a bummer. Yeah, yeah. and that's otherwise fine. Because yeah. other than that, Frank has okay. If you're Pixies fans out there and you didn't keep up, get his first solo album. It's brilliant. Yeah. Get his second one, Teenage of the Year. It's even more brilliant. I love that. Get album. the first album by the Catholics. If you like that, pick up a couple of more. But the first one is the best. Get his solo album, Honeycomb, and pick up Seven Fingers. Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's your homework. Yeah. <laughs> And and as a footnote, again, uh, there there is more coming. Oh yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll just keep doing they, this. They, well, well, they had they had a, doesn't cost anything yeah. anymore. And, and they recorded a shitload of stuff during the, like these two EPs. Like even though they were released a while apart, they are from the same, same session. session. Yeah, and, yes. and I believe there is more coming from that session. So I yep. believe oh, there good. will be an EP three soon, or maybe oh, a full length someday. Stuff. Yeah, hey, at least it's now and it's whatever. It's, <clears> just, it's like a afterthought stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, the the golden years were there, and uh, the, the the initial reunion and tour, uh, Casey and I got to go and see, and what a treasure that was, and how wonderful! Uh, I'm so glad I got to experience that. Yeah, yeah it so, was amazing. You know, thanks for the memories, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Kim was still there. So yeah, it, it exactly. Still, yeah. It was really the Pixies because this isn't exactly the Pixies. Yeah. So there's that to be said too. Yeah, um, and so, you can feel her missing. Yeah, you yep. can fuck. It's all wrong. Something's there's a total thing not happening there. Yeah. Um, so, so I had a bad week just yeah, like yeah. waiting yeah, for like that, that movie. I've been so that fearful movie. of what you're going to do uh, <laughs> this, this, like the movie and the albums, like I haven't watched anything that, that, or listened to much that was particularly great. So I've been waiting through it for the show, but, um, I've been, you know, I've been thinking a lot about like, what am I going to give these guys? Am I going to go real hard on them or should I fucking like, what's with all the negativity in the world? Let me put some positive into your <laughs> lives, you know, like maybe I should pay it forward to you guys and uh-huh. let's talk about something good. So, um, what, what I decided, uh, at the end of all this, uh, to do was to give you the, uh, Broadway cast recording of Shrek the Musical. <laughs> Dude, that so, is fucking... Uh, fuck in, you. Enjoy but the... that is brilliant. Enjoy the hour and five minutes <laughs> of Shrek the Musical on audio. Oh, man. You know what, dude? CD disc. I do have to give well that played. to you. That is fucking well played. Oh, boy. So I, well, I would just... I would love to know because, I mean, I was watching this thing being like, I fucking don't know any... Like, is this good? Is this bad? This music, it sounds mm. awful. I hate the lyrics. Oh, this I is should maybe terrible. get you guys to tell me what you think of it. Uh, Oh wow! Well played, Manuel. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I hate what's to come, but the idea of it is fucking great. So enjoy yeah. it. I, uh, you're only getting a fraction of the experience that I had, but uh, you're getting an hour and five minutes of it. <laughs> well, fucked. oh, All right. fucking hell. All yep. Right. Okay. All right. Well, let's roll for this week. Yep. Yeah. We are rolling. This week, uh, we got 
The Lego movie. I feel like we're movie. finally back to normal. We're yeah. out of the, well, I don't know what's coming up later, but we seem to be out of the January blues. Yeah. We have a clear loser and winner out there. The, yeah, this week there is a loser, there's a winner, there's even a middle ground. I would Absolutely. like to I would like to see Monuments I'm Men. I'm very curious about it. But it could guess. go either way. Who Absolutely. knows? Um, but uh, about it. Yeah, but so the Lego movie's coming out. The trailers look delightful. I'm fucking dying uh, to see it. Yeah. The trailers are a Chris little bit. Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah, oh, that's all you need to say. Yeah. Yeah, like the trailers, they kind of have that, like, okay, little reliance on, like, pop songs and stuff for, yeah. like, to get people involved, but, like, the jokes are funny, and yeah. the Chris, like, Chris and Phil fucking Miller, like, fucking I'm on board for this shit, and everybody on Twitter that has seen it at advanced screenings has said, like, I don't want to oversell it, but, like, this is incredible, yeah. and, like, says so much about, like, the experience of having, having Lego in your life. The yeah. music apparently is amazing. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Right, who does? Everyone loves Chris Pratt. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, well, I mean, but not, I mean, Chris Pratt and Will Ferrell and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, uh, I can't remember people's names today. Will Arnett. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, fuck yeah. man. Yeah, it's oh, gonna man. be great. Looks great. Totally. I don't. I wouldn't have thought that I would be this like have this much invested in winning movie. this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, part of it's because of what the loser is. Yeah, the loser well, does not look good. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the loser is uh, Vampire Academy. Yep. Yeah. Starring they suck at school. A bunch of kids. Mark Waters directed it, uh, writer of Heather's. Yeah, which is and the only little, promising and, thing yeah, about this. Heather's is great. Little else good from this man. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently they're hoping for a franchise because there's it's based oh, yeah. on a bunch of books. So yeah, hoping to get those. Well, yeah, uh, but it's a vampire school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, all right. Well, can... Casey, uh, <laughs> Lego versus vampire. Uh, see the taglines: they suck at school because yeah. they're vampires. Well, because uh, vampires suck blood. Blood. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so Casey's rolling uh, Vampire Academy yes. versus Lego Movie. He has rolled the two. A two. Uh, Fuck, 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 no. (laughs) All right, I'm rolling. Oh, my God. Here we go. I have rolled a three. Two? Two. Two. That's a tie. Uh, Okay. So Greg's going to roll. And then if Greg rolls a one, he loses. If he rolls anything over a two... That's a one. He's got a one. You gotta go. He's got a yes. one. The double twos beat a one. Oh my god! <laughs> the revenge Those of the uh, vampires like totally suck. suck at school. So just to re- know what the dice in the cupboard says. <laughs> just to recap, I rolled a die into the exact smallest place that we could never get a die out of. It went between a cupboard into behind like molding yeah so it's gone oh, forever come on man so i had to re-roll using our old die which was particularly awful to roll with because it always I landed knew on i was going to see two. this ah. i said to athena the other day i was like i'm trying not to jinx it but like this has me written all over it <laughs> this is it like the most embarrassing like i always have to go see the things that make people look at you like you're a fucking weirdo i went yeah. to going- Katy perry in 3d whatever <laughs> i saw smurfs i saw that one direction movie i saw all these things where people look at me like I'm a fucking psycho. Uh, whatever. I lost for like a year straight. <laughs> I don't care. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck. Oh, man. Uh, I'm just so happy. I rolled a two and I fucking pulled I'm, that shit I out. I hate you guys. I'm really, I'm, I'm really sad for the loss of that die. We've been using that die since we switched from it, oh, which was a long time ago. I think you should lose because you <laughs> lost a dice. Nope. There's no rule that this says you can't lose a die. That's true. That I just true. checked the official See You Next Wednesday handbook. Uh, rule number one, there are no rules. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ah. Don't talk about See You Next Wednesday. Rule number two. Which I want that dice us, from the cupboard. Because... 
<laughs> we shouldn't have had that rule. Don't talk about it. That's it's a bad rule. I can't tell you anyone. You both rolled twos. Yeah. yeah, and you rolled a one. Yeah, Jesus, that's just why well, you get to go I see Vampire. sick about this. Which is lower than a two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Which, wait, wait. If science has served me. Wait. Okay, I did the math lower than a two. Yeah, yeah totally is. <laughs> This new us, us having to go back to the old die is like a, like from now on like things are changed like we're all gonna be rolling low like because we rolled fucking forever with this die and it was it's a heavy die uh-huh. we all I rolled like a one every week with this thing uh-huh. it's cursed yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. well we'll see maybe in this iteration it'll be uh... it'll yeah no it seems pretty cursed to me <laughs> <laughs> all right well you know what <laughs> what are we talking about next where are we at we're at an hour and twenty man all right well, we'll talk about Airwolf yeah. Uh, Stringfellow, Hawk, Garner, I've been watching Airwolf. <laughs> Casey. I'm literally broken. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sick to my stomach right Gre- now. Greg, uh, Greg has been watching Airwolf every week and I, telling yeah. us about it. Yeah, I finished season two. Uh, it was really, really bad. <laughs> I will talk about one episode uh, of note from season, of season two, and then uh, I start season three. Speaking of your mic, I was Sorry. I was reading yeah. off IMDb, yeah, yeah. getting my I, so I finished season two. And instead of taking you through each boring ass episode, I will talk about one. Okay. In this episode, now the last one I enjoyed was the one where the country singer was saved by a helicopter. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah. really things are just I don't know where they're getting ideas. So <laughs> Dominic, played by Anders Borgnine, is taking Airwolf. Uh, he had not with Stringfellow Hawk, just by himself, so he can fly a heart. In a box for a teenager, uh, he's got heart on ice. Uh, to uh, for, I don't know where the hell he's going. Anyway, but while he's flying, he sees a downed airplane and a guy is standing in the snow. So he stops to pick this guy up. This guy is a crazy millionaire and gets in the helicopter and he's like, "Thanks for saving my life." And he's like, "No problem, buddy." And he's like, "You got to take me to L.A." He's like, "Sorry, I'm going to Chicago to drop off this heart for a teenager." And he's like, "I'll give you twenty thousand dollars to take me to L.A. instead." And he's like, "No." He's like, "I don't think you heard me. I said fifty. And he's like, "No, I won't do it." Well, fifty dollars is way less than twenty thousand. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not going to do it." And so the uh, the millionaire goes to sleep, and he's but he's got Airwolf, so he flies to Chicago, drops the heart off, and then flies to L.A. And the millionaire wakes up, and he's like. L.A. already? Oh, my gosh. And he's like, you're a cold man, mister. And he's like, don't you concern yourself with my temperature. And, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, That's uh, clever, Seriously, right? he says that. Like, yeah, my temperature's my business. And then he's like, well, you millionaires, I don't know, you're all just concrete and steel. And and this really affects the... The millionaire. The millionaire. He gets off the helicopter and goes into his giant building. Uh, and he just sits down and handwrites a will... And he's like, this is my last will and testament. And then he goes into a room and explodes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh. He goes to work on a plasma machine. Oh. And it explodes. And then so, but, and then at his funeral, now Dom only met this guy once, but he, he's been invited to the funeral. He goes to the funeral with Stringfellow Hawk. And and then at the funeral, they're like, we're going to read the new will because he wrote a new will right before he died. Yeah. And also that's that's when they read the wills at the funeral. <laughs> Absolutely. And he's like, uh, blah, blah, blah. I leave all my house and all my stuff like that to my granddaughter. And then my company, uh, all of its assets, I leave 60% to my grandmother or my granddaughter and the other 40% to the only honest man I've ever met, Dominic, Dominic, uh, Dominic Santini. Gross. And he's all like, what? 
And uh, then it's weird. Also, I'm, I imagine this is the point where at every funeral they allow the ravaging press to run in because the press just comes storming through the door and asking yeah. Dominic and this woman who have never met, like, so you guys are in business together now. What are your plans for the future? And they're like, <laughs> um, and uh, so now Dominic's going to inherit $40 million. And everyone wants him to do stuff, and they're yelling at him, and he's like, I don't want any part of this. I just want to fly helicopters. And uh, it's just, I don't know. Again, I'm like, what is going on here in this show about a helicopter? <laughs> and Stringfellow Hawk, they don't know what to do with him anymore because he's just hanging around going, well, geez, I don't know, Dom. And uh, that's pretty much it. Other than that, he wears sunglasses sometimes. And uh, Whoa, plot twist. But, but yeah, then, yeah. plot twist indeed, because guess who's not dead? Uh, the millionaire. That's good. I hope you guessed the millionaire. If not, uh, I don't know what show you were watching. Yeah. I was gonna guess Jan Michael Vincent. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the millionaire was like, it was all. Uh, I was just gonna disappear and live in the mountains, but then I was like, nah. And he came back, and so then, but then the evil yeah, my company. Back. So she's the the one because Dominic's very honest and so he get, comes to board meetings now because he's a part owner of this company he's like you guys are screwing the american tax uh, payer and stuff like that and they're like oh, rub, rub, rub. and he's gonna have the granddaughter <laughs> like, oh, business 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 <laughs> suitcase suitcase ties <laughs> and uh then him and the granddaughter they're, they're like well we have similar ideals this company's evil and then the guy who's like the ceo he's like you know what we should do is just kill dominic and the guy who pretended to be dead and we'll kill them all and i'll have the con- i'll have the company and so and they have dom and stringfellow uh, uh like got guns pointed at him and the plan is to kill them. But instead of shooting them with the guns and just getting rid of the bodies, they're like, let's take them over to this warehouse and fill it full of paint thinner. And then when they try and open the door, we'll set up this little rigging thing to make it explode. Just shoot just them. Shoot just them. shoot the people. <laughs> instead of leaving a clearly booby-trapped warehouse. Anyway, so they. But then the the lady part of a uh, werewolf team, she comes and gets them out, and so they. Here comes a lady. <laughs> Here comes a lady. Part. The lady I can't part. Can't remember her name. The lady team member. And uh, it's called a vagina. <laughs> and also, don't refer to don't a woman look, as yeah. a vagina. Come on, Greg. What's so, that? Uh, what's that? Their lady part. Uh, <laughs> so they get in the helicopter and they fly after. Now, of course, they've got a fleet of helicopters too, and they shoot the helicopters down. And then the guy's like, "Well, Dominic, I'm not dead." And you can't have my money until I die someday. But then, when he dies, he do- he will get the he's money. So far, that- I guess he's leaving the will that way, and oh. it freeze frames on Dominic being like. <laughs> 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 he loves making that sound. Yeah. <laughs> First, he was all like, ruff, 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 ruff. Yeah. now he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this is basically what season two has been like. Uh-huh. So that was that's what I watched. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> golden. Yeah. So three. Who knows. Yeah. Three is the season Big that changes. made them go, scrap everything. Yeah. So I can't, I'm hoping for more uh, country ladies with UFOs in their shows. And, yeah. And, I'm hoping and for and a couple of real UFOs. Yeah, yeah something's got to happen because this is fucking terrible. I'm kind of hoping that in season three they stop calling women vaginas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe that's just me. And yeah. dogs stop looking. More and dogs <laughs> looking at vaginas. <laughs> Airwolf. All right. <laughs> well, more of that next week. Yeah. Um, and then now, now, now to a serial swap cage match. Breakfast. Breakfast swap. Edition. Mm. We need a song for this. Breakfast swap yeah. cage not, match. Now that we're almost done. 38 words <laughs> yeah. that we yeah. say okay. indiscriminately. Next one we have a song for, I promise. Yeah. All right. Breakfast so we are into round three. Here we are. Yep. Welcome. 
Look at uh, us. Hey, so nothing but the heaviest of heavy hitters left. Today is a big, big match with yep. a couple of early favorites. Tony the Tiger. Yep. He's a tiger. His name is Tony. Yeah. And Anthony Tiger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Tiger the third. Uh, your kerchief, my lord. Uh, he's going up against Count Chocula, the chocolate vampire. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. These are two guys. Hard to hard to see either one of them going out. Yeah. yeah. One of them after today will no longer be here. Where is that accursed die? Oh, the accursed die is right here. Which means there you see. go. What See weapon Tony has in Thunderdome? If in case you don't remember, every week we've been making two uh, breakfast cereal mascots fight to the death in Thunderdome with weapons from that movie in there. We're rolling to see which weapons they have. Tony the Tiger has four, which is... Hold on, let me pull up my list. I, I think I feel like he's got the bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> let me see, what do we got? Four. Bowl and spoon for the tiger. Yep. All right. Anthony Tiger. All right, and the chocolate vampire has whistle. No whistle. All right, good. I, I yeah, prefer... this is kind of a fair fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between a vampire and a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not a fight we haven't seen before, no. but yeah, we'll get there. It's great. Um, what do we What do we got here? So we got a vampire with a whistle. Yep. And a tiger with. <laughs> Breakfast utilities. Yep. Yeah. And a handkerchief around his and neck. And a handkerchief. It says Tony on it. <laughs> Does it not? Yep. It's monogrammed. Uh-huh. Um, okay. What do we... What What? What does Tony have again? He's got a bowl and spoon. Bowl and spoon. Yep. And, and then he's got a whistle. And a whistle. Got chocula. Yeah. And he also has his teeth. Yeah. He does have his vampire teeth. Which are like teeth. his well, two I think, very front Yeah, he's, he's got like Nosferatu. So, yeah. to, okay, Tony the Tiger's been through the cereal swap ringer a little. He's yeah. had some fights. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, he is the good everyday guy, but he's also the athletic guy, and I think he knows, okay, I've fought twice already and won. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, I feel like he's had some learning experiences where it's like, okay, I need to survive and i can do that because i am athletic and muscular and he's count chocula is just like dopey smiley face like yeah, yeah. you know I what mean, i mean count chocula's won before too yeah twice. oh yeah yeah well, but i'm just thinking here and in my initial gut reaction is he's way stronger i think yeah, count chocula is a little more wily in terms of like i could jump up here you know or like fly over there yeah be a bat turn into a bat like yeah. like i feel like um tony the tiger is just an all-around athlete yeah like he's got that upper body strength and but i if, feel like he's like uh he, just like you said like he's learned from his past fights and stuff. Yeah. he's getting better whereas count chocula is probably coasting on his fame yeah <laughs> I just think, like, you know, if at the drop of a hat, like, Tony the Tiger gets him in, like, a fucking, like, sleeper hold or some shit, you know what I mean? Like, or, like, runs over there and pins him down, you know? I feel like there's there's a way for him to kind of get the upper hand quicker, I think. Yeah. Whereas Count Chalk is like, okay, what am I going to do? Turn into a bat? Okay, they'll just probably step on me if I do that. Right. You know, like, he's kind of got to think about him, it. You don't see him turning into the bat? I think I him know. turning into a bat would be a fundamentally bad idea. I agree. Considering that Tony the Tiger is a tiger, Tiger's a cat, and I've seen what my, my cat does down flying around the house. Yeah. 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 He'll just fucking... Size ratio, it's perfect. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me, let me ask you how many things you have flying around your house. Do you ever get, like, a bug oh, in Oh, like a moth or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a bug in your house, just own a cat. Some yeah. sort of a weird bird sanctuary. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. So I feel think, like I feel like he gets the upper. I feel like he's gonna pounce. Like you think the old when, double T makes the uh, makes first move makes there? the first move. I think so. Yeah, I think he's gonna get into it. Hey, I what's his spoon see, made out of? 
What's a spoon made out of? Yeah. Oh, just regular, regular spoon, spoon material. So probably metal. <laughs> yeah. Metal. A little metal spoon. Okay. Yeah, it's not, not it's not wooden. No, he's not he's no. not driving a wooden spoon through uh Count Chocula's heart. Yeah. It's not silver, silverware. Oh. Mm. No, but silver's for a <laughs> silver's for a werewolf, yeah. isn't it? And and vampires. Is that right? Oh yeah. Oh, they don't like silver they either. Don't care for it. All right. Um, Maybe he has a garlic spoon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's in his bowl? <laughs> garlic spoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to assume it's probably not made of silver. No. Uh, see, I, I immediately see. Yeah. So I see. He could still drive it through the heart. It doesn't have to be wooden. It just has to yeah. puncture the heart. Yeah. No, but that's you can't kill a vampire that way. I, well, maybe chocolate. I'm maybe pretty sure. Vampire. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure the the spike thing is mostly just the fact that you have to puncture the heart. It has to no, be it wood. has to be a wooden. It yeah. has to be a wooden spike. All right. Uh, uh, according to <laughs> according to Buffy, <laughs> <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I hate myself. Hey, you guys see that nerd? Yeah. <laughs> um, um. So so see the the way we've been discussing it now immediately in my head I see it as the old double T. Uh, he pounces for uh, uh, for chocolate vampire. Chocolate vampire turns into a bat. Yeah. Instinctively, because he's like, "Oh shit, there's a tiger." Double T yeah. falls on uh, his face. D- yeah, double T falls on his face. But now the bat's kind of just flying around, and and old double T like he's reflexes bat- he's like a cat. Yeah, 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 like a kitty. Like like uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that's kind of where I see the beginning okay. of this. Thing I see going. that. I can agree with I that. I can agree with that. But I do think it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. 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 And thinking. I do think that like now that he's a bat, the the decision is like, do I just continue to fly around like a bat and eventually just get smacked out of the air by him, or what? Does he change back? What or I mean, I think he's got to have a strategy. So I think it is his strategy to fly around and tire out the tiger, tire Tony Tiger. I think he's in a little bit of panic mode. He's like, I'm mm. numb bad. Yeah. I kind of fucked up. Oh, you he's, don't think he's you don't think not, he's no. strategizing at all. I think uh, he's, he's in uh, I if, think he's just all instinct, man. He's just yeah. acting on you know, he's like, Oh shit, now I'm flying. If he was tr- trying tiger t- t- uh, tire out Tony the Tiger, uh, I think that would be a bad idea because I think he would probably get tired before Tony the Tiger's just a fucking athlete will run forever. Yeah. And also he's on the ground. He's yeah. not flying he's around not running like fucking yeah, yeah. bad. Right. Okay. And he's a tiger who his claws are just like like walk up the side of Thunderdome with its claws in it and just like go upside down and eat them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I like the imagery of that though. Yeah. I would like to see that happen at some point. Well, maybe Count Chocolate's flying around up there and he's thinking, oh fuck, what am I going to do? Not unbeknownst to him, Tony the Tiger does exactly that. Just takes a running start, loops himself up straight up. Yeah. What's he do there? Eat him. I've seen my cats, like, I've had outdoor cats. My, like, I've seen them leap, yeah. like, motherfuckers. I think oh, he like, gets almost... And, and I've, uh, seen, I've seen a cat catch a bird, and, yeah. like, out of the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just saw a uh, gif of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. I haven't seen one of my cats, yeah, yeah. yeah but I've seen a cat. Yeah, I, I had a cat who could, uh, uh, from the ground, jump to the top of an open door so yeah. he could sit on top of the, of the, the door. Yeah, so I that's think over six feet. I think yeah. he takes a running start. He goes up. He's almost upside down. He do, and he jumps off when he's almost to the top of Thunderdome. Does like a barrel roll in the air, catches him in his mouth. Yeah, lands on the ground, and then just starts like just like ragdolling uh, the bat in his mouth, yeah. and okay, playing around with it, this. smacking it. He's got the uh, he's got the bat in his mouth. Yeah, can the bat at this point turn back into a chocolate vampire? Because I feel like that would be the. But if uh, he does, he fills up his mouth, and then Tony the Tiger just bites down and cuts oh, him in see, half. Oh, see, that's the twist. I think the twist is that Tony the Tiger's got the bat in his mouth, like in his mouth, and then Chocolate Vampire turns back and into Chocolate his Vampire, and his uh. head fucking explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I see that being the twist. Maybe I'm being too poetic. Well, 
I don't know. I generally when I've seen, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it really varies movie to movie. In, I'm thinking in, about it now. Some of them are like poof, I'm a man. Some yeah. of them like slowly grow. Yeah. yeah. I just think that like I don't think Count Chocolate is going to be that clever. I think when when he's in the mouth with Tony the Tiger, when Tony lands, I think he takes a bite. I think like as he lands, he's yeah. going to be chomping, chomping down. down. Generally, when I've seen something where a vampire bat it gets injured while it's a bat. Mm-hmm. It kind of like is Turns like a half ba- transformation, yeah. like ah shit, yeah. <laughs> oh no, shit. <laughs> it like turns half into Cartman, Transylvania. Oh, I'm a vampire. Ah shit, oh shit, oh shit. Kyle's mom's a bitch. Oh fuck. <laughs> those cheesy puffs. Yeah. Oh, all right, that's that's. Fine, I like then. that. He turns into a half man, and then uh, <laughs> Tony the Tiger's like gross, <laughs> and he just like like just cracks his neck. Puts him out of his misery. Yeah. Tosses the half in disgust. No, you know, yeah. bats around the corpse for a yeah, while, yeah. and then yeah. like leaves it at the door of Thunderdome <laughs> as an offering to someone. <laughs> <laughs> to like Joe, the cleanup duty dude, yeah, yeah. who's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I brought this for you, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. I'm in. Tony, okay. Tony. Tony the Tiger is going far, man. I think he's going far. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a tiger. Yeah, he's, he's a tiger. tiger. He's the one to beat. You his name's yeah. Tony. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, okay. Next week's fun too. Frankenberry going up against Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. Oh yeah, oh, he's cuckoo. My. Yeah, for cocoa puffs. He's cuckoo for vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> Dope for blood. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Oh uh, man, you're gonna want to listen to that one. You are good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. Well, I have to. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> Uh, if you want to find more of us, you can go on modernsuperior.com and find all of our other episodes, Faculty of Horror, Drink Along, Time Bandit, and Time Bandits. There's more than yeah. one of us. Mm. There's a couple. And more. Listen to all of our shows. And if you want to find more, see you next Wednesday. Go to facebook.com slash synwpc for movie trailers and news and such. And follow us on Twitter at synwpc as well for all of the same. Mm-hmm. And yeah, modernsuperior.com. Lots of stuff there for you to check out. Do it. Yeah. And that's about it. We will uh, have to see you again in a week. We'll see you next Wednesday. We will see you next Wednesday. And there's a vampire in Vampire Academy. (laughs) Yeah. Find that out. (laughs) Fuck Gene. (laughs) Yeah. The vampire Gene. Yeah. Fuck vampire Gene. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.